How can you improve your writing? Brian Walden. I think much the most important thing for writing reasonably well is to read a lot. People concentrate so strongly on writing technique that they tend to forget, at least I think they tend to forget, that the way to familiarize yourself with good sentences and good paragraphs and effective writing is to read a lot. If you read great authors, almost unconsciously, it's a little bit like chess, great moves, uh, great players in chess tell us, come into their heads because it reminds them of something that they've seen before. Now, I think the same is true in writing, that if you have read a lot, into your head come certain ways of putting things that are effective in your own writing. Jane Dorner. Think about what works, why you're enjoying a book. What, what is it that's nice about good writing? Is it, is it in the sentence structure? Is it in the choice of language? Why is that writer appealing to you? Can they tell stories? Is it the enjoyment of the way it's written that you are enjoying? And I think that if you read with questions in your mind about not just what's the end of the story, but how is it getting there, that that will have, by itself, will have an effect on one's own writing, inevitably. Peter White, journalist and radio presenter. I think the most important thing to do is to write. I mean, write whether you are completely happy with it or not. I think quite a good idea is to set some kind of target for yourself if you're trying to improve your writing skills of, you know, writing so much a day. And, and nothing is too boring to write about. It's how you write about it that's important. So, I mean, the thing is to write about things that you do actually care about. And the trick is to make other people care i mean it's the same with talking in a way i mean you know, a man came in once to do a piece about lugworms for me and i thought oh, how on, what on earth is there to know about lugworms and for 10 minutes he was absolutely fascinated on the subject of lugworms there is nothing better than an enthusiast about their subject however bizarre it might be so i think write about what you care about your job is to convince other people that it matters matthew kelly get help at every opportunity, at whatever form that takes, you can't look foolish. Mm. You can get things wrong, but there's nothing foolish about that. And you have to remember the satisfaction, mm. fulfilment and self-expression that mm. you're going to get out mm. of it. John Pilger. Be very confident about what you want to say. Don't be hesitant in thinking that how you see something, how you want to write something is not good enough. Be very confident that it is good enough. But when you actually write it, strip away, write down a sentence, then take out every cliche, most adjectives, and see what you've got left. Most adjectives aren't worth the candle. The good ones stand out. They're brilliant. I was very fortunate when I began as a young journalist, I was on a newspaper in Australia that was almost unique, I think, in its training. We weren't allowed to use the passive voice. Our paragraphs had to be only 16 words long, and most adjectives were, were banned. And in fact, to use an adjective, you had to get special dispensation. Now, many of us thought this was plainly absurd, but I realized 
well, I certainly realized soon afterwards that it actually gave me a discipline of simple writing. And from that base, I could then expand and begin to use the stylistic adornments of writing. But that what was most important was that simple means of communication. Helena Kennedy. Try to be precise. Try not to have too many clauses and too many um, ideas in one sentence or in one, one paragraph. Try not to repeat the same words too often and to find other ways of expressing something. Martin Amos. I would say, you know, scour your sentences. A lot of the, the, the shine of prose comes not from what's there but from, from what isn't there. Avoiding repetitions of words and half repetitions like... If you've got confuse in a sentence, don't have use in a sentence. These are little things that have the effect on the reader of, of stub toe, where you pause and wonder if there's any significance in the repetition, and then you find there isn't, and then you go on. But that little pause is what takes the shine off pro- prose. Kingsley used to say that, you, you, and you can't get them all out, these little repetitions. Prose is a sort of imperfect instrument but I still think it's a good sort of disciplining thing when you're writing. Um, mm. Don't have these clunking chime. little chimes and assonances that, mm. that, that aren't deliberate. Mm. You know, writing should be as deliberate yeah. as, as, as it is possible to be, I think. So make sure, you know, don't start your sentences with the same construction or even word. Be conscious of, of the prose around it as well as the prose of what you're actually... That, particular sentence. This won't sort of make your prose great, but it, it is a, it'll you know, it'll add that little th- mystery that comes from what isn't there. Mm. That's what gives it the, the burnish. You used the war against cliché as the title of the collection of your articles. What's wrong with the cliché in writing and why wage war against it? Um, well, what's wrong with it is that all writing is about renewal, originality, seeing things making it new, you know, not, not making it old, making it dead. And anyone who uses a lot of phrases like it all went pear-shaped and read my lips, which are the sort of junk clichés that last six months, you know, and then are gone. These are dead just in the way as, you know, bitterly cold is dead. It's an inherited formulation. It's an unexamined formulation. It's not made fresh, new. It's just ballast. It's, it's like an outweight on you. It's suppressing your freedom. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.